You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, September the 29th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. There were two shooting attacks overnight in Judea and Samaria with no casualties in either incident. Near Adurayim Junction in the southern Hebron Hills area, shots were fired from a passing car at an Israeli vehicle. Bullet holes were identified in the vehicle. No one was hurt. In the other incident, shots were fired near Shavei Shomron, apparently from a passing car. No damage was caused. Several spent shells were found in the area. IDF forces launched searches for the perpetrators of both attacks. Near Husan village in the Beitar elite region in the Etzion block, an Israeli driver sustained light head injuries from a brick Palestinians threw at his car. He was not taken to hospital. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested seven Palestinians wanted for terror activity. The terrorists still at large after carrying out a shooting attack on a bus transporting soldiers in the Jordan Valley about a month ago gave a speech while masked, according to footage broadcast by an Islamic Jihad-affiliated network. In the speech, Mahara Saeed called on armed Palestinians to take action for the victory of Islam. Israeli security forces are continuing their pursuit of the terrorist. One person was seriously wounded and five others lightly hurt in the shooting attack on the bus. The election campaign. The Central Elections Committee is due to convene at this hour to hear petitions to bar the Arab Balad and Islamist Ra'am parties from running in the upcoming Knesset election. A Khan reporter says that in an opinion drawn up to present to the committee, the attorney general said she does not see justification to ban the parties from running. And reaction to the earlier decision of the Central Elections Committee to disqualify renegade former Yamina Knesset member Amichai Shikli from running on the Likud list in the elections. Shikli said that if the decision holds, it makes it impossible for him to run on an independent list as the deadline for registration has closed. Knesset member Gabi Lasky of Meretz, who submitted the petition to disqualify Shikli, welcomed the decision and told Khan that Shikli violated the law, the Knesset, and that the law cannot be at his side. Boaz Bismut, who is running on the Likud list, said Shikli's disqualification was a transparent political move and a grave blow to democracy. I only want to hope that the expanded panel of the Supreme Court will fix this injustice, he said. The Advisory Committee on Senior Appointments, which is reviewing the nomination for the next IDF Chief of Staff, convened today for a first meeting. This after the government last night approved the appointment of retired Supreme Court Justice Eliakim Rubinstein as temporary head of the committee to complete the appointment process of the defense minister's candidate, current Deputy Chief of Staff Major General Herzi Halevi. The appointment had been held up after the High Court of Justice blocked the government from appointing a permanent committee chair, which has an eight-year term, thus ruling in favor of a petition that had argued that such a long-term appointment should not be made by a caretaker government during an election period. Israel has returned to Lebanon two individuals who were arrested overnight after crossing into Israel from Lebanese territory. They were returned near the point where they had entered Israel by the IDF in coordination with UNIFIL. 
The administrative court has ruled that the Population Authority and Interior Ministry must recognize as married couples who wed online in so-called Utah marriages. The court accepted a petition lodged by the nonprofit Chidush for Religious Freedom and Equality. The Interior Minister Arya Derry had at the time instructed the Population Authority not to recognize the couples as married. In other news, Israel has been closely monitoring the current military call-up in Russia amid concern that Israelis with dual citizenship, Russian and Israeli, could be drafted. Meanwhile, the Kremlin says that a signing ceremony declaring the annexation to Russia of four districts in eastern Ukraine is expected to be held tomorrow. And in other news abroad, the U.S. National Hurricane Center has downgraded Hurricane Ian to the level of tropical storm, but warned that it could still generate strong winds, heavy rain, and stormy conditions. The storm made landfall in Florida overnight, where some 2.5 million people lost power. And this announcement for drivers here in Israel, the southbound Ayalon Freeway will be blocked tonight from Hahalacha to Hashalom Junctions, beginning at quarter past midnight through 5 a.m. The weather outlook, warmer today, mostly in the hills and inland. Slightly warm for the time of year. Tomorrow calls for unseasonably hot to Sharav conditions, mostly in the hills and inland. Saturday, the same. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Beersheba 34, and in Eilat going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.